0: We'll mm-hmm. to this episode of Future Barn, a podcast where I chat with folks in my local community, um, in my life, um, who I think are doing awesome work. I'm out here in the middle of elsewhere, as I like to call it, um, in, in central Indiana, specifically Elwood, Indiana. Um, I think there are a lot of people doing really cool, interesting things, and I think there are people here who also need to hear stories of people doing um, great work. And so I just wanted, I've always wanted to provide a platform for that. And this is, so far, has been the best way I know how to do that. Um, So I appreciate you listening. And as always, I appreciate um, the folks uh, who come out and chat with me. Um, Today, I'm chatting with Kenzie Bryan, um, who, her family, um, the Murray family, and my family, the Gobble family, have been close my entire life, and her entire life as well. Um and you'll hear more about that kinda of at the beginning of the conversation. Um but yeah, and so Kinsey is at is starting a new chapter of her life. She just finished um her college career at Northern Illinois University, where she played Division One softball, um, which was exciting and a large part of the conversation here. Um, you know, we we don't get a lot of division one athletes um coming out of Elwood. So when we do, I think it's important to celebrate that, um and to learn from that. And so that's what I was trying to do here. Um and yeah, and it's just a great chan I was for a lot of Kinsey's um high school and college softball success. I was in Texas, um keeping up with her through Facebook and through um my mother's correspondence with her family And so now it's great to finally hear a lot of those stories and to um, recollect a lot of those memories. Uh, So yeah, so uh, enjoy this conversation with Kinsey Bryan um, and remember to share and subscribe and all that good stuff on your favorite podcatcher. I hope you have a wonderful day. Like the other day, When I was thinking about this, I always do this thing where I kind of think like what about this person is like unique for this episode and like Robin's the other day was um, I said it on the episode where like she's the person I knew the least of anyone I've had on. And I thought that was an interesting thing mm-hmm. to think about and to talk about um, with you. Uh, you're the your distinction is you're the you're the only guest I ever had on that I babysat.
1: <laughs> we, yeah. talked we, we talked
0: about it. Your, I talked about your graduation yep, party. Yeah, we did. Um, it's just so funny growing. I, I'm finally to an age at 32, and you're you're how old now? I'll be 20, 23 in September.
1: 23. Yep.
0: So you're in that where you're gonna start getting there where it's weird to like know people for this long. Where like our parents and our grandparents like just instinctually like because of time have learned that. But they never told me about that. How weird it is! The fact that, like, a person I babysat is now like an adult, sta- yeah. like oh, staring yeah. at me. <laughs> like, I'm like, like, I'm like, that's that's just an adjustment. So mm-hmm. it's For fun because sure. I was noticing this when we were talking at uh, at your graduation party. Like, we know each other in the sense of like our families have always been close. In some ways, we consider each other family, and we have that deep connect that deep. Like connection over time, but then also we don't know each other, and that's uh, as an adult. So that's fun mm-hmm. to get to know each other. So that's kind of, I think, what the purpose of this is, you know. For sure. Um. Yeah. But do you have any memory of that? Or were you too Yeah, young? I
1: remember a lot of it. I you, remember you do. Cause how
0: old were you? Were you? F-
1: um, Keegan was
0: just born. Your brother was just. I would have been
1: five or six. Five again. or six.
0: Cause I was fifteen, and I, and you do remember.
1: Well, the thing that I remember the most probably is um, being at your parents' house and playing basketball on mm-hmm. the little hoop that you guys had. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. Probably the most out of anything, honestly. Really? Always playing basketball together, yeah.
0: I remember, well, I think I told this story, but uh, about, you know, your brother was a newborn, essentially, and I remember holding him and being like, who let me be in charge <laughs> of this precious... <laughs> creature because I was 15 you know like 15 year old boys like I was responsible of course and your your mom wouldn't let me done it if it wasn't but it I did feel like she was taking like putting a lot of faith in me and I was just like okay let's do this um and it was it was a huge moment for me um it was the moment I realized I was like I liked working with kids, and I was like comfortable around kids. But it's also the moment I realized I didn't want kids.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I get that. I get that for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's amazing. Well, anyways, a, a big reason I want to talk to you is because you just graduated from uh, Northern Illinois, um, and you played Division One softball, and that's exciting. I just that you're also the this might not be surprising you're the only d1 athlete i've ever had on the <laughs> podcast uh, as far as i know and um yeah so just you know as that chapter just closed right um what's your relationship to softball now
1: um so what? now it's just like i've been giving pitching lessons yeah. and stuff like that um that's kind of picked up this week i've done i did like six yesterday so yeah. i like a full day wow yeah, so um, yeah, it's crazy what social media can do too. Because I, I made one post and it shared, and um, I've heard from people that I don't even know. So yeah. it's it's pretty cool how that works. But that's kind of how I'm kind of staying with it at this point. And but how
0: do you, okay? How do you feel about softball now? You just put in four four yeah. like serious years of I mean D one sports. There's no joke, right. and um, so. You know, and you battled injuries and you, you know, and all this and you had success. And um, so I, I was surprised when you post that post. I was like, I didn't know if she would just be like, I'm done. Like,
1: yeah, because it's like, a lot. Well, You've been
0: doing it. I mean, when were you first pitching? Like you were like, five. I was, well, first <laughs> pitching, that. I was
1: eight or nine. Yeah. I would say. But then, I mean, I had played prior to that. But so,
0: but like you were like training. I remember oh, yeah. when you were, like, a little kid, like, yep. like you knew you wanted to do this, and your family knew this was a path for you, and um, so I just, it's funny when, like, a major chapter like that closes, I was just curious on what your mindset was looking back on on uh, softball, and, uh, yeah.
1: So, I don't know, I, I think technically i have one more year left i could go back you and play, could okay um because of my injury okay um and the COVID year mm-hmm. so that Did was Did everyone get an, an extra year yes
0: everyone like yep. d1 sports mm-hmm. across the board everyone yep. got an extra year that's fascinating
1: yeah so um a lot of people are, are taking advantage of that but for me it was more of we couldn't get my knee to heal it was uh-huh. It was just affecting your not just your physical health, but your mental health, too. Just yes, trying to deal with that and absolutely. stuff. So I was finally like, you know what? It's time for uh, me to close this chapter and kind of move on. And And I still love the game, and I still want to give back. But as far as for me, I'm retired. I'm done. Like You're
0: done playing. I'll,
1: I'll watch. I'll help. I'll coach. Did um,
0: you know you're going to get asked to do a million things? You're going to get asked to be on every softball team. <laughs> you're going to get every company picnic. <laughs> you're going to be asked. Um, but I'm glad you're, you're doing, like you say, giving back with the coaching. Um, yeah. And so what is that? I didn't, you know, I didn't play baseball or softball. So like, what does that look like, um, for kids? Like, what do you do? Like,
1: so it's, I mean, it's different. Like it's sometimes I get girls that are literally just starting. They, they don't really know how to pitch a ball and some of them come in a little more experienced. So it, I kind of have to alternate or, you know, figure out what's going to work best yeah. for each girl. Yeah. Um, so that's what keeps it fun. Yeah. Um, because... And have you done
0: this before, like while you were playing? Or yep. is this something? Yeah,
1: I've done this since I was probably 15. I was in oh, high really? school. Yeah. So it's kind of fun because some of the same girls that I had when I first started are kind of coming back. Yeah. Now, yeah. now that I'm home full time, um, I don't have to just do it on breaks. Now I can do it all through season. Mm-hmm. So that part's pretty cool. It's almost a full circle thing because now it's like I'm, I'm talking to the girls more about like what it takes to get there because now I've done it. You know, and right? I know, I know how it feels to be in their shoes. Yes. So it, it's really fun for me to kind of almost live through them in a sense, in a different way.
0: Yeah, and you and you, it probably gives you a vehicle to reflect, like the sure. lens through with to reflect, and and like, what I
1: like about it is I can tell them things I wish people told me. Oh I wish my someone goodness. told me. I wish.
0: I'm, I'm so glad you said that. That's and such a huge thing. Like,
1: just because, um, I mean, I had a great pitching coach growing up. But as far as, like, someone in town, local, um, that was young and had done this, um, I never had someone like that. Yeah. And so I love being able to be that for some of these girls.
0: What, what's one of those things you wish you would have known?
1: Um, that, yeah, I don't know. You need to learn to spin the ball and not not just throw the ball hard. Like, it's like, it sounds stupid. No, no, those little, like,
0: nuances. yeah, Yeah, and
1: just, like, down to the details of I want to teach these girls to learn their mechanics first and then worry about their pitches because that kind of just contradicts what I said. But at the same time, some of these girls are coming in and they have, like, Ten pitches, yeah, but they can't master any of them.
0: Yeah, you got to walk before yeah. you can run, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So
1: um, it's one of those things where I want to teach them the fundamentals, and I want to teach them how to throw hard or, or whatever it is that works for them. But also, I want to teach them the pitches that I know are the hardest to hit, or the pitchers that I faced have the most, like the most success with, or yeah. what I had the most success with. Instead of just kind of throwing them out there and saying you need to throw five different pitches, um, yeah, and that's it. I want you to be a master of two or three and then have some other ones for yeah, whatever, but um, that's the important part. you got to be able to master some in yes. high-pressure situations and not just have all these pitches that don't really work.
0: Yeah, so it's like quality over quantity yeah, kind of sure. thing too. Yep. That's awesome. Um, well, yeah, I think that's – speaking of that, I think it's a good way to kind of go back and look back at your journey – to get there when did you know that you could i mean because uh, maybe it's not a big deal to you but i think it's a big deal we don't have a lot of division one athletes coming out of elwood in any sport and so 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 there's a mix right of like natural talent and working really hard which you, you have both you obviously had both um but when did you kind of know was there a moment Do you, um.
1: Well, from
0: that you could play D one ball.
1: You know, I don't know if there was exactly a moment. I mean, there was a moment when I first committed. Yeah, um, yeah. That's when I knew. When but it was, yeah. But prior to that, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I always wanted to. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. Mean, of course. We.
1: My parents spent loads and loads of money, and
0: <laughs> I don't know
1: how they did it, but yeah. I mean, to take me out and get seen by college coaches, and I. I just remember telling myself back then. I've got to do something because like my parents have put way too much time and effort into this. So I just remember you wanted to see it through. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to almost like kind of a give back to them, like a thank you for getting me here. Now I'm going to do this yeah. in, t- in return. So I don't know that there was a moment, but there was always the want to do it and to kind of prove it. And like you said, because a lot of times Small town, there You don't have that a lot. Yeah. And so it's kind of a, I want to do something positive for myself and my family, but also for the girls coming up here and growing up and knowing that just because you come from a small school does not mean that your options are limited by any means.
0: Yeah. And how how do you think, or how do you you probably know how uh, NIU came to like hear about you or get to, or be interested in you?
1: Um. So it was. Kind of a lucky situation, honestly. So I filled in for a team, um, a travel team, when I was 14. I think I was 14. Okay. Not even sure if I was in high school yet. I might have been in eighth grade. Um, (laughs) Okay. But they were an 18U team, and they needed a pitcher. Wow. So I went and played up, um, which was pretty neat. I mean, super scary, but um, ultimately got me where I'm at because... Lots of coaches were there watching that game because the other team, they had lots of um, really good players. Yeah. Um, and just playing so.
0: against, just the experience of playing against, although it seemed like probably I'm guessing all those folks were older mm-hmm. than you. Yep. Um, you know, I was the other day when I was watching the NBA playoffs and I was watching, this was a few rounds back, and Kevin Durant was playing and they said that uh, when he was six, he was playing in a 10U basketball league. And I'm like, wow, that's, <laughs> like, awesome, yeah. that's like, okay, that makes sense. Like yep. from an early age, you were having to rise up to a certain cha- like, yep. level. And, um, yeah, and so they, they kind of noticed you through that.
1: Yep, that's kind of what started it all because after that weekend, um, that team went ahead and picked me up. Okay. Um, and, and then I continued to play for them. And, and they were a high-level high travel team. So nice. after that, it was just What was that called? The Indie Dreams. The Indie Dreams. Okay,
0: yep. cool, very cool. Uh, yeah, and then, so you're playing high school, uh, uh, high school softball here at Elwood, and you're, and you're playing, are you playing for that, you're playing for that team yep. throughout high school?
1: Yep. that was, um, kind of a summer thing. The summer? summer.
0: Ball. Yep. Uh, and what, um, you know, I'm sure moving back here, and did you go to any of the softball games this spring? Of the um, high school I did
1: make it back for their the weekend before their sectional game, they had a, um, tournament. Yeah. A couple games, and then I made it to that, and then they, it was right in a sectional. uh uh-huh. um, and I actually got to be in the dugout for a sectional game, oh, so fine. that, that was really fun. So, I'm
0: sure being in that dugout, though, brought, were memories flooding back to you of your playing days Oh, yes, completely,
1: because we, um, they were, they host, Franken hosted it. Okay. Um, so. You have long history it was,
0: battling them, I'm sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, yeah.
1: And, um. So it it was a really cool thing to kind of go back and be there. Um,
0: yeah, were there any me- what were there any memories? Were there any specific memories that flooded back? Any um, like, could did I? I was doing a little research just because I knew a lot of it, but I went back and I know you had you pitched a perfect game at one point in high school, right? Yep. And you had no hitters, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but did. Are those the things that stick out, or are there are there maybe more like subtle things that stick out?
1: Um, I think more subtle things, and then one game. Well, I mean, I'd say there's about three different things that I yeah, can really let's hear it that really stick out. One was just like being on a team that was so everyone just meshed really well together. Like, yeah, they all got along well, and, and we had I think, several
0: people that that went on to play. Yep, at
1: in and I college think level, that's different why. Our team was so positive there was just not much negativity going on and i credit that to a lot of our our wins because i just think we worked so well together yeah but then, um i would say too the two specific memories that stick out would be our 18 inning game um to win sectional okay. my senior year this was my senior year um were you pitching yeah
0: did you, how many of those 18 did All you All of pay? them. You pitched, it eight, was, you
1: pitched 18 innings? Well, it was within two, two days. They had to Oh, they up. had
0: to stop it at a
1: certain um, point. I how many it innings started How many did you play rating. first day? Um, was it
0: half, about half and you half?
1: Know, it was close to half and half.
0: Okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, 18 innings. And yeah. how did that... So what did that end with? How did that game end? I don't So remember.
1: we ended up winning because okay. it was the year that we made our state run. Okay. Um, that was so. Just it. Yeah. We let's see. How did it go? Um, they they scored a run before us. I want to say, in the seventh or eighth inning, maybe the ninth inning, um, they scored a run, and I just remember thinking, "Oh my goodness, this is it!" Like, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, like everyone in the dugout was like already starting to kind of like cry and be upset, and and I just remember thinking, I was um, in the hole that next inning. Okay. So I remember thinking, this is literally it, and, and that's all I remember thinking. I I think it was one of those things where it was just, I didn't know what to think, so I just didn't think. Right. Um, so our first two, the, the two girls um, ahead of me, I was actually the number three hitter. Okay. So we were top of the lineup. So we were actually in a really good position, but this was it. If we didn't score, we were done. Okay. So um, the first two girls got out. They um had they hit the ball but the defense that game was just insane Uh huh. um so then i i was up and uh they tried to walk me is what happened <laughs> um so she i got in the box and i was getting ready and and they threw three straight balls okay outside pretty far out and i just remember thinking like if it's close i'm swinging like there's no chance i'm not <laughs> I'm gonna let a ball go by here. Yeah. Um, and somehow, some way, I still to this day can't tell you how that fourth pitch I hit it and it went over the fence. It, what?
0: Yeah. I don't. I, I, see, it, it was. I think at this time because this was what year did you graduate? What year? 2017. Was this? So this was. T- so I was in Texas, and so that's why I have a disconnect from this part of part of your life because, of course, I would have been there. Um. Yeah, but anyway, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just trying to think, why don't I remember this? Um but so you hit, you get a hold of one that's supposed to be a ball. Yeah. And send it yep. over the fence.
1: Yeah. And to like, keep the game alive. Yeah. Then the yep, then the game um we were able to keep the game going and I just remember like running on the bases, it was almost like a numbing feeling. Like I didn't even know what to feel. I was yeah. just so excited, but I had no emotion as far as like I think it was just like, did I just do that? You kind
0: <laughs> of di- you dissociate, like, what? right? Yeah.
1: So I just remember um, coming in and the team was freaking out. <laughs> uh, I remember looking in the stands and and everyone was crying. Like, it was a quick
0: turn, right? Yeah, because you said everyone it was, was crying out of worry, right? And, and it was grief, um, and now it's quickly yeah, two flipped. outs
1: and then we were down. Um, Amazing.
0: And then, Amazing. then we ended
1: up winning the game two to one. Okay. So in eighteen innings, yeah, it and was, you,
0: and you pitched the whole time. I did. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Your arm was rubber.
1: You know, it way. was something I just got used to because most of my career, I, I did throw at that level. Most once, games, Once yeah. you're
0: like your skill level at a school like this, you're going to be pitching a lot.
1: Right, but, and the, yeah. and it honestly didn't even bother me. It was never a no. Um, I mean, I had days when I hurt really bad. Don't get me wrong, but it was more <laughs> of like it was all worth it to me.
0: Yeah. For sure, and you have such yeah. And then, did you say was there another memory?
1: Yes, going to state, winning um, semi-state, just that last yeah, the last game. Um, Now,
0: did I know the that baseball often does? Does softball play at Victory Field also?
1: No, we played at Ben Davis. Ben Davis. Yep,
0: I'm sure they have amazing. Yeah, it was it was a pretty nice facility. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Well, that's yeah, that's awesome. Going to state and uh, how was how was that state game? I know there was a loss, but what was that experience um, like?
1: Like nothing else, honestly. It was super cool. Like going into it, so we had played a doubleheader against um, this team and they beat us both times. So going into it, it was kind of like we made it this far. Um, This is awesome, but we still. I mean, we still wanted to win. We still knew there was that chance, but. Kind of once once you get beat twice, it's kind of uh you don't go into it feeling super confident, yeah, 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 um, but no, we held our own we we um I want to say we scored first, we came out, we came out of the gate really hot, okay, um, and then it, it took a turn in the fifth or sixth inning, and it was just like as soon as they started hitting, it was just like we just deflated, yeah, um, and we couldn't come back from that, yeah, but um it was such a cool experience just to say we did it and say
0: you did it and the camaraderie that you probably built in that journey and in those big moments now was that your that was your senior yeah it was was also your senior year yeah so so you do that you go to state and then uh it's it's off to niu um right niu yeah um and what uh why niu I'm sure so, you did. I'm. Um, were there other offers?
1: Yes, there were. I was. Um, let's see. I think I was 14 when when we decided, or when I ended up deciding to verbally commit there, which is 14. Yeah. So that's t- early. Extremely, extremely young. Um, they. I didn't
0: know. I didn't even know you could. Ver- you can verbally commit that. Yet.
1: Yeah. You cannot anymore.
0: Oh, you can't anymore. No, they
1: changed the rules. Okay. Um, now you have to be. You, yeah, they can't. You can't even talk to the coaches about that really until your junior year. Yeah, yeah. Where mine was my freshman year of high school, so that that was um, kind of a, a really freaking big deal because I didn't, I I really didn't know what I wanted. Yeah, I that's why that, it seems so young. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that I wanted to play. At, yeah. Um, a high level, but it was one of the things. And this sounds really bad me saying this, but I was so tired of the recruiting process. Um I got an offer i I couldn't you know say no to, and I just took it
0: you yeah you were, but I want to reflect that back to you. you were tired of the recruiting process at fourteen,
1: yeah <laughs> like that's i that just tells you so what the, that tells
0: you what the recruiting process is yeah, like. yeah
1: it's it's definitely uh it's just so different because it's like you just feel like they're breathing down your neck and watching your every move and it, and now that they stop once you commit, but it's almost like a, you can breathe yeah. after, and then, yeah, it just, I don't know, it. and also, at the time, too, it's like, I thought, man, if I commit early, that just makes me, I'm just cool, like, you know, that's awesome, you, because that, a lot of people and don't, and you're set, better. and you got
0: your, yeah,
1: your path, yeah, like, I knew that what I was going to do, and how I was going to do it, um, although I was never sure that I would make it through college, because I'm not, I hate school um but i knew that okay this is my ticket yeah i gotta try it see how it goes and then here i am i did it and i don't know how but
0: <laughs> yeah and yeah and so um looking back um maybe it sounds like you maybe wish you would have given it more time but mm-hmm. the you had a seemed like you had a great experience at NIU oh so i like, definitely did it's and not I... like you committed at 14 and then it was a flop right, you right. Know? yeah
1: i wouldn't i wouldn't take it back um but like advice that I I have been giving yeah. to these younger girls is weigh your options. Don't well, yes. don't take the first um the first opportunity that presents itself because chances are there's going to be more. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And you can use that. Yeah. Left as leverage. Yeah. Um, well, it's good to have
1: options too because yes. I mean, in, when you're talking about um, playing a sport in college with scholarships and stuff, money talks. Yes. So it it kind of comes down to, well, one, what's going to be the best fit? Are you going to be happy there? But then, for as far as your education, what do they have? What do they offer? Is it yeah. something you want? Yeah. And then also something I would tell them that I didn't really know was kind of if softball was taken out of the equation, would you stay? Yeah. Because my That's answer would really have been no. That's
0: a really smart way to. Oh, what? I would the whole not time.
1: Have um, no, because softball kept me there. My my friends, my teammates. Oh, yeah, because
0: you love you love. But I love home. The, you love home.
1: I love home. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah. would have stayed somewhere close because yeah. being away that long. I know. I, I was always a little surprised you but. didn't
0: go to Ball State. I'm sure you could have played there as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So and funny story about that is when I committed to NIU, I went to NIU for a camp on Saturday. Mm-hmm committed that Saturday, but ball states camp was Sunday I was supposed to go to, and I dropped out of it because I committed to NIU uh,
0: yeah the things so. the things we do when we're young and we you know at no fault of their own our parents don't know what to yep. how to advise us on this thing right you know um yeah it's funny um, my example, which is way uh, is way different, but I you know I got married at 20 and I I look back now like who no one told me don't no one (laughs) and I'm like who let me get married 20 yeah yeah and like and I was like I know I was an adult but I wasn't and um, clearly and and so it's just funny how you look back but also you learn so much from those and you can pass it on like you said for sure Um, so I think that's awesome Um, well another thing you know how you said the money talks or what what all is involved in the scholarship and that kind of stuff they're giving you, I I think it, now something you didn't have to deal with. I've been kind of following a little of this uh, name, image, and likeness mm-hmm. stuff. Have yep. you been following that at all? I any been. of your friends who are still there who who might know more than I? But that's really interesting. So now basically, the thing that I was interested in was that um, one of the things you can do now is you can um, like. Do ads for like local restaurants or you know at and a lot of places are doing that mm-hmm. car dealerships or whatever um or do signings or greeting like which i think is great and get paid right you can make yeah. a little extra money um what do you think about all that the the n i l stuff
1: you know I wish I was there like I wish this would have happened four years ago um just because one yeah that's a Great money opportunity right there. Yeah, kind of, even if it's just like a hundred bucks here, a hundred yeah, bucks
0: there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but I think it's it's kind of cool because, you know, I mean, I've had conversations with some people that are like, like one time I shared I shared something on Facebook about um, it was this video and it was about how difficult it is to be a student athlete. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've had people say well why like you're lucky like yeah. a lot of people don't get that opportunity and and you're getting as education if you didn't work for it, for it. <laughs> yeah. right and, that, and you know I just kind of had to sit back and, and kind of keep my mouth shut because you know it, it was kind of said to me as in like well you didn't deserve that or like other people work hard
0: yeah and
1: but and still don't get these benefits that you get yeah, they don't yeah. get their school paid for they don't get all this so, so you're lucky and in my mind I wanted to just like be like do you know how much time and money went into this my parents before the my yeah. parents had to go through a lot of crap to get me where I'm at yes I had to work really hard but that was the easy part yeah that was the easy part the hard part is getting there and because mm. the, the comment made was well at least you don't have to work at least your school is getting paid for so you don't have to work so, it's one of those things where it's just kind of it's just there. It's easy. And yeah. and I was like, "No. No, it's not." Because yeah. here's the thing. It was a full-time job. Cuz you're it that, practicing, it was like training, I was going to work. Yeah.
0: So, and we going, would
1: and going to class. People yeah, often forget exactly. you also have to do the work. It's work. like so there's so many things that people don't understand and to they'll follow their own because they don't they don't know until you've been there. You don't know. But yeah, yeah. it's like so in the fall, we would have um practice from seven to one. So seven in the morning to one in the evening. But since I've dealt with injuries, I had to get there an hour before practice to do my rehab. Yeah. Well, I had to be in rehab an hour before. So that meant I had to get there an hour and a half yep. before that. Yeah. To go in and get changed, get dressed, and then get yeah. in there, which meant I had to wake up a half hour before that yep. to get there. So now we're talking. I'm waking up at five thirty. You're there five, yeah. So then stay till one. Class starts usually about two o'clock. So yeah. I don't even have time to shower or eat. Yep. Um, because after practice, I got to go in and ice and rehab my knee again. Yep. After that, then you got to go to you got to go to class. Yep. Which could, depending on the day, it could have been until 4 or 5 o'clock. Then you got homework. But then, wait, I haven't showered and I haven't eaten yet.
0: Yeah. And I, you, and, I haven't taken any time for myself. For yourself, for your mental health, yeah. for uh, socializing. And, and then
1: yeah. and then that's just a normal day. Other days, our coaches would have us go volunteer. Or we yeah. had to go on these seminars. Yeah. Or yeah. we had to go do this or do that. And like that's what... Until you've lived it and you've done it, people don't understand. that yeah. It's more than a full-time job most days.
0: Well, and that's what I always thought, too, is like, you know, they always say, like, well, you get everything paid for. And it's like, no, you don't, actually, because you still have all these other things, like your car. Yep. Your scholarship's not paying for your car. Right. Your scholarship's not paying for any fun you want to you – have when you have a moment mm-hmm. to go to a movie or yep. go out to eat. Yep. And so if, if you can use this status – to put a little, especially, I just think of uh, the at, the athletes who aren't gonna go on to pro career. It's one thing if like you know you got a twelve million dollar contract coming right. up in a couple years. It's one thing there, but when you're like you know like like yourself or even or like walk on athletes or anything like that, I'm like, I w- I heard about a um a restaurant called Walk Ons, and they hi they. Uh, they're use they already have a bunch of at, like d one walk on athletes oh, wow. that they're doing as they're with n i l and That's they're awesome. they're gonna they're having them in their local ads and doing That's that so in cool. in giving them a few hundred bucks an ad to mm-hmm. to just uh because the gu- the chef was a d one walk on and so he wanted to do the same That's thing so for cool. those, and now they can. And of course, it's going to get tricky sometimes with people doing nefarious things mm-hmm. in recruiting. Um, mm-hmm. But I lo- yeah. Why shouldn't if if? Why shouldn't you be able to use? I mean, when I was in college, I I got to go represent. I I did poetry readings on behalf of the English department, and I would get stipends for that mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and. Um, and people cared way less about that than they would, like, you know, but, like, that'd been awesome if, to be able to, like, go and sign some balls and...
1: Right, um, and, like, the thing is, too, so, just because there's all, there's all different kinds of scholarships. Yeah. Um, so, just because you're on scholarship doesn't mean that it's paying for much of anything. It might just pay for your books. Yeah. And maybe your rent. Yeah. And that's it. So... For people like that, that's yeah. a big deal. Like, like because they don't have time to get a part time right, job. Right. Right. Yeah. And and I was I was super lucky um, to not have to worry about that. my my rent was paid for. And, you
0: had a good. You had the full.
1: Right. Yeah. And I I always had a little bit of extra money. Good. Um, but at the same time, like that extra money did go quickly. I, I bought a motorcycle, and then I had to pay my insurance. <laughs> yes, and then, yes. But then, at the same time, I wanted to be able to go out with my friends and do things like that. Yeah. And that goes really fast, so it was kind of, I and coming from Elwood, we're not a super wealthy family anyway. Sure. So it's not like my parents could just whip out five hundred dollars every week. Yeah. And say, here's spending money. Go shopping. Yeah. Here's this. Go do that. So there are many times I got in a pinch.
0: Yeah, for sure. And my
1: friends would be like, "Hey, let's go out and do this," and I'm, I'm, in my head thinking, "How am I gonna? Yes. How am I gonna do this, while well, I needed to get out and do something
0: need, for my mental health? So yes. I'm not stuck, you know.
1: And but, it's the college experience;
0: you need yeah. to go do stuff. So yeah. I think
1: this mm-hmm. is super great for, um, for individuals that are are similar like me, where they don't come from um, a wealthy family. Yeah. This this is awesome. This is kind of their chance to bring in some money, so they can Absolutely. enjoy their lives and even set some money back if they if they can.
0: Yeah, and I also think it's it's great f- for the local businesses mm-hmm. too that Definitely. can't afford like high level like people to come do their commercials. They can't get John Cena to come right. do the commercial yeah. they want. And it's like, oh, but here's a here's a local softball player. Here's mm-hmm. a guy from the basketball team or something yep. like that. And um, just to have that connection between the university and the community seems really like a great... And then I'm sure it's going to open up some opportunities for athletes to transition to, like... You know, I'm sure there's going to be athletes who, like, do stuff at... um car dealerships yep and then when they're done playing they they go and they're gonna like be a salesman Mm and they're gonna because they're gonna make those kids be able to make like i think
1: just the the job opportunities are gonna skyrocket Mm -hmm. with that because you kind of already get your foot in the door yeah with things like that whether it's a job opportunity with with that company or that business um or if your name just gets out there with that yeah
0: and like oh that guy was really or that gal was really great to work with you know um that's yeah. That's huge. So I was just I was excited to talk to you about that because I was listening to, um, a podcast about that. Have you heard about there's a uh, an app that they made that someone made that you can as an athlete you can make a profile and then businesses can go in there and really and and search by location like I'm gonna search Ball State and I and I want someone off the softball team and then you can go in and find someone from the shop, and neat. they can you can set your rates you can set what you're in i'm interested in signing autographs i'm interested in doing commercials mm-hmm. i'm interested in and then they can connect and then businesses in turn can also make profiles like we're a business we're looking for people to do signings or really you know and awesome. i was like that's a really smart idea that Look, is, and that's something i've that's not st- heard of either, that so. streamlines it i forget what it's called but that and there's probably at this point a couple of them that popped up but um, well cool. Let's let's get back to talking about your actual playing experience though. Um, you know when I was doing my little research, it looked like two thousand nineteen was your year. Was that is that true? When that you looked back that was been,
1: like yeah, my sophomore year at college,
0: Because yep. I if I read it right, you were second team All Mac and also yep. academic all Mac. Yep. Um you were good. <laughs> yeah, like you not only yeah. played division one,
1: you like were good. It was um it was chal- like I wouldn't say – that was my best year for sure. For sure. Um, kind of coming out of my freshman year, and then I wasn't were you the st- freshman Were you a pitcher. starter?
0: Were you, like, a reliever, or what were you doing?
1: Um, So my freshman year mm-hmm. – well, I guess my freshman and my sophomore year, um, I was – I don't know. We, we split games a lot because um, one of my teammates and I – she was a pitcher also. We just, like, worked really well together, whether okay. she started a game and I finished or – um, I started and she finished. Yeah, because um, we were two completely totally different speeds and we threw different pitches. Okay, so it was really good because it would Mix throw it off. Up. Yep. Um, so that's what seemed to work um, the best for us. Yeah. And unfortunately, I didn't get to move on my my junior season because I was getting ready to get released after my first surgery, um, and then COVID hit.
0: How many surgeries are you up to now?
1: This is number three. You just had me. number three.
0: Yep. Um, and so now you're just trying to kind of get back to like, because like you said, you're not going to be playing, so you mm-hmm. can be just functional. <laughs> like, right. Well, yeah. I'm trying
1: to, I, I'm still trying to be athletic. Like, and so you I, can,
0: yeah, so you can, so, but like in a functional, like in a right. fitness way. Yes,
1: yeah. where I'm not, I'm not having to go lift a bunch of weight or, or run or anything or like that. Or put all that. Pressure yeah, like just yeah. figuring out, and, and like that's a task in itself because it's like I want, I still want to be that person. I want to lift heavy and do all this, but yeah. for the sake of just mm-hmm. keeping this knee intact and healthy, I don't know um, that that's in my future anytime soon.
0: Sure, but it, but yeah, so you had that you that sophomore year, um, and so was that the year you were able to play the most? yep yeah um and yeah uh what was your do you remember what your best game was or what you, your proudest moment of like i did like I'm, um
1: i would say we this was my sophomore season um we went to the mac tournament we were actually the seventh seed um we came all the way back went to the championship game
0: wow um, as a seventh Yep.
1: Seed. we ended up losing the championship game we we got second place but that was the best we've ever done yeah so it was um super cool just to make it that far yeah and and nearly make it to the the tournament and stuff so it was yeah is that kind
0: of the moment you kind of felt like i'm here mm-hmm. is that yeah yeah that
1: was um it made me feel like i could do this yeah like Yeah. I, I know i can do it i've seen i can do it now i just got to keep working and yeah and it, it.
0: It, it seemed like also kind of around that time but just in general you you started really building some camaraderie with your team I, A lot of your posts on facebook mm-hmm. and when i would talk to you and stuff it seems like you were um you had some good like a good team there as well definitely and, yeah. you don't know did now did did you know some of the players from your travel ball days no you didn't know anyone
1: I'm trying to... No, my freshman year, I came in knowing of someone. Okay. Um, She was also from Indiana. She played for the Shockwaves and stuff, but I I didn't know her, know her. Okay. So it was kind of still, like, it kind of eased things coming in a little bit, knowing that she knew me, or she knew of me, I knew of her, but I didn't know anyone, no.
0: No? Uh, Yeah, that's so... And so, but... But then you're you're spending so much time together, like all that practice and all oh, yeah. that travel and it's all that lot. training, uh, yeah. And so, did you, do you feel like you built a a good camaraderie?
1: I definitely think so. I met some of my best friends there, and good. So I mean, that's that's
0: also another perk of that yeah. kind of intensive. Yeah, you experience. get you
1: just it's a whole new family, basically. Like yeah. it's just all these. Yeah, they just throw us all together. It's uh, out of random, and we just all have these lo- friendships and and the, I think the thing that I mean was the worst part about leaving there is just knowing that I'm leaving them like now if I want to see them I'm out to... cuz we're from all over the place. Yes. So now it's going to be more of a, a vacation or a or something like mm-hmm. that
0: or all meet up. Yeah. Um yeah. Um yeah that that is that is hard when that starts to happen. That happened to me after grad school in Austin where people Austin was getting too expensive. And so people started leaving. Mm -hmm. All my weird artist friends were like, I can't afford to live here. (laughs) And so that is funny how that. And then so even the place you were. Like the university. Everyone's not there anymore because everyone's graduating and moving on and moving back and moving elsewhere. Um, So, yeah, it's it's funny how that. You know how we were talking about, like, getting to know each other as adults. Um, It's kind of you're gonna now get to know those folks not as teammates but as adults right, and yeah. as people out in the world um which is you're outside of this bubble of the softball team yeah now.
1: which and i think that's going to be some of the coolest things to watch too just having like seeing them get married and have yeah kids. And just because yeah. it's such a like that's such a big deal like it's so different like going to their weddings and things like that yeah. that's like super cool
0: for sure yeah that'll be awesome um yeah. So, uh, is there like a looking back on your career? Is there like a a biggest le- a biggest lesson or something you you realized you could have done differently or anything like that that you'd like to share?
1: Um, yeah. There's probably a lot. I'm trying to think of <laughs> one no, you that can. will kind of stick out. Um, I think just taking like full ad- full advantage of the situations that are are kind of presented to you. Yeah, I sat back. that's in college in general, right? Yeah. I um, I didn't really. I I kind of went into college um, just different. Like I was, I didn't want to party. I didn't drink. I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. I I just was. I sat back and I just wasn't really myself. I never opened up to these girls my freshman year. Even into my sophomore year, it was kind of. I was super closed off, and, and I always felt like. I was no one's favorite person there. It was almost just kind of like, I was just a teammate. I was just okay. someone else. And then so finally it was just like, I'm tired of being someone I'm not. And and as soon as I kind of opened up and I was who I was, yeah. um, They, I just like, everyone started talking to me. Everyone really liked me. Yeah. Everyone, like I was getting invited to all kinds of things. Yeah. People were going out of their way to do things for me just because they enjoyed yeah. my company like it was
0: they could probably see that you were closed yeah. off and they they were probably being respectful and didn't yep. want to break. Right. That.
1: But also it was like my personality <laughs> which just wasn't the, like they never got to really see the real. Me. Yeah.
0: You didn't let it out.
1: So I think that was. Did that coincide because you mentioned
0: into your sophomore year? Did that maybe as you started playing more and playing better? Did, I think maybe it was a confidence? comfort
1: thing. I think it was definitely a comfort thing. But yeah. also it was honestly to be Blunt about it. I never went out with the girls. Yeah. It was, I would go to softball and that was it. Maybe go we'll out to eat with them. But like if we would, um if they'd go have some drinks so or go party. There's a piece of that
0: puzzle that you I, I yeah. just
1: didn't care to do that. It yeah. wasn't something I wanted to do. And finally, they're like, we have so much fun. You need to come. Yeah. Like, come out. Even yes. if you don't drink. It was one of those things exactly. where I was, I was terrified to be in trouble. I didn't want to lose my scholarship. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wasn't 21 yet. Yep. Um, and finally, they just pulled it out of me. It was like two months until I turned 21. <laughs> I first drank alcohol ever. Like, I was a big rule follower. I never broke yeah. any rules in high school either. I, I never went to parties. So that was just like...
0: when that served you well.
1: Yeah, it, it and did. so you're
0: like, why am I going to... I'm not going to change yeah. this now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, and it, after that, it was just... I was just like a whole new person with it. Like, it was just... Yeah. I was no longer closed off. I was not afraid to be... My real self Yeah So it, it was really neat That was like a big moment for me honestly
0: And you went like that extra That final 10% of being a part of the group right? Yeah You went that final You took that final step Yep Um. Yeah and it, Yeah That's awesome I'm glad you did that Because um, a lot of people look back And they're like I never really opened up Or I didn't give it a full mm-hmm. go You know Yep I didn't give it for a sure. full go Um. So Uh. Yeah Oh, so one thing I wanted to talk, you, talk to you about, I do want to talk about the academic side of stuff as well. Um, but uh, two last softball things before, before we switch to that. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't understand underhand pitching. I don't understand how you can do it. And I don't know why this is a podcast, so it's useless to, like, <laughs> be like, uh, to make hand motions. But um, I, I, I had to come clean. Because I I watch it and I'm amazed. To me, and you don't have to you don't have to speak this. To me, it looks ten times harder than throwing overhand. Um, it it looks way. I can't tell if it looks more natural or less natural. Is it more natural? Or it less is. It is a like, more
1: natural motion for your shoulder. That's why there are less
0: like, like rotated yes, cuff. yeah Yes. I
1: mean, it will. It can still happen in softball, but I mean, we also throw overhand, so that's the root of it but because of it p- but, but pitching that is natural right. like going yeah. up and around is more natural all, than throwing yeah, overhand
0: yeah that so it is more natural mm-hmm. but it also just looks like to you know you were talking earlier about working with younger kids and i'm sure at first it's just wild right
1: it is like yeah. and it's kind of i'm not going to lie sometimes coaching these um younger girls that are brand new Uh and just learning it can be really super tricky because it's like how do i how do i explain this how do i tell you put your arm in a circle and step with this like how do you because coming in like everyone has their own ways of doing things yeah and no one looks the same so it's figuring out how to find their normal or their what's comfortable for them
0: yeah. It's probably through like, doing, right? Yeah. Or you have to yeah. just throw a lot of pitches. Um.
1: Well, like if they're if they're just coming in brand new, like yeah. I start from the very beginning on how to like hold the ball. Yeah. The right way to put your arm in a circle. Yeah, yeah. How you're supposed to release it, where you put your feet, like so. I have to go all the way back to that, which it's been so long since I've ever had to think about that. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of a challenge for me, which that's that's fun in itself, but. It's so different. Like I don't even know how to explain it. It's like yeah, you do. it. I just do it. I don't know. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. And then, and then the mound is closer to the home plate, right? Yep. And so, and because of this, aren't you seeing the ball later than you would up here?
1: Um, I would. I think it's about the same. It's, it's about
0: this? I just feel like I feel like when I watch. When I watch it, like at the Olympic in the Olympics or something mm-hmm. like that, I'm just like, it looks like the amount of time from hand to catcher's mitt mm-hmm. is like, it looks well, like
1: it is, it's like and it so is, short. And I have yeah. a little bit of background knowledge on this because I did my eighth grade science project. Okay, this on is this. amazing. I'm so, so happy we got here. Um, I, I'm trying to think. It was I did baseball versus softball pitching, mm-hmm. and. Basically, it was, I took a baseball pitcher throwing, and I can't remember the exact speed of what they would be throwing, plus like ninety. a, a softball yeah. pitcher throwing from their normal distances. Um, so I took my speed at that time, which I want to say was like 64, the equivalent to a softball pitcher throwing from the distance they're throwing. Uh-huh. If they threw to a um, baseball player, it would be coming in at like 96 miles an hour.
0: Yeah, that's that, That's the so, experience that I always get just watching. Yeah. It.
1: So technically, yes, it does come in.
0: It. Yeah, and it's just coming in. So because it's closer and it's and something about that. Yeah, and it's not at your kind of at your eye level, right? Where right. it's up here. It's at the hip, where it's, yeah. It's at the yep. hip. So you're. So you're looking at it in a strange way. Uh, Jenny just remembered the dog just barked. <laughs> remembered that we were out here. Um, yeah. Well, great. Thanks for letting me uh, confess that and for giving me a little clarity on that. Um, and then, yeah, the other thing I was going to ask is, you know, you mentioned this, like, coaching in in the sense of, like, kind of, like, yeah, giving lessons and stuff. But do you have any interest in coaching, like, a team? Do you, th- do you see, like, could you see yourself one day being the Elwood coach or being a local schools coach or something would, like that? I would.
1: The only coach I can see myself being is Elwood. Um, I don't think I will ever return. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I um, ever want to give back or go anywhere else. Okay. Um, for sure, I want to work with the pitchers. Yeah. um, Because that—that's my especially that's my comfort zone. That's what I know best. But also, I think it would be super neat to be able to coach a team here because just in my experiences and my knowledge that I learned, um, playing where I played and kind of just. You know, I don't know. There's just things that. Well, yeah. It's d- a whole new world in college that you learn things there that you never knew existed in high school.
0: Yeah. And, again, that's not just with sports. That's with everything. Yeah. That, like, you yeah, know, your mind. Sure. And that's why I do want to talk about that. But, but yeah, the coaching thing. Co- I just think little schools like this should be hiring as much as they can people who went through the program. Mm-hmm. Because I just think that's such a good example for the kids right, and people who like know the, the community, know the culture Mm -hmm. of the town and know, you know, and have connections in that way. Um, you know, it's not surprising sometimes where like football keeps getting all these going through coaches like crazy, but they keep hiring people from other, you know, not to criticize anyone, but just like, it's not, that doesn't surprise me because if, if, you don't have ties to this town. As soon as things go belly up or you get a better offer, you're out. Mm-hmm. But, you it's ha- like, but it's like you, you're thing. not going anywhere.
1: I, it's it's <laughs> like a, you want to give back to, yeah,
0: like. Your people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, and that's exactly where I'm at with it, too. Like, I I, I agree. I, I think that most times their best bet would be to hire someone if, maybe even younger. If there's younger, a qualified person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Qualified, obviously. Someone that, yeah. that was successful in the sport. Um, yeah
0: i i should not be coaching track like (laughs) um me neither that's uh but yeah okay well great um well yeah let's talk about uh the academic side of it so you had a uh academic all mac year so you mentioned earlier that you weren't that into school and you're not you and all that but it seems like you did pretty well academically in I college. did. I I'm, Was that a surprise to you?
1: Yes, <laughs> it was. I mean, I came in to college um, and got a 4.0 my first semester, but I didn't do well in high school. Like, yeah. I remember part of it was a kind of just, I didn't care. I, mm-hmm. I, I could um, get my friend's math paper. And, yeah, yeah. Like, I just didn't want to put in the effort. I, it's I really hard, didn't. It's
0: really hard in high school because it's hard to see the the forest for the trees right. or whatever the saying is, it's hard to kind of have that vision. Cause I had the same thing where, uh, I wasn't doing very well my sophomore year. I was like out of 120 kids. I was probably in like the forties. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and obviously I should do better than that. And, uh, my mom to inspire me told me that if, uh, I finished in the top 10 of my class, uh, she would pay for half my college, and I knew I wanted to go to college because I knew I just wanted to get out of Elwood. I knew, yeah. and she told me she'd pay for. They would pay for half my college, and I was like, "Oh, that's really generous. That's awesome." And then I found out that if you finish in the top ten of your class, Ball State gives you half off your college. So oh, I knew wow. enough math at that point that half and yeah. half was was I didn't have to pay for yeah. anything. And so I was like, "That was the motivation." So then <laughs> I went from like forty second. In two years to ninth because I was wow. like now I have a reason yep. right yeah and was it similar maybe getting out of Elwood and and in having that opportunity to be a student athlete maybe that inspired you in some ways it was too.
1: and it was kind of a I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it because actually just to get into NIU I had to write an essay because my grades, weren't, your grades weren't, weren't very high good enough? yeah yeah and um, I had just to get in and. And then I got there, and I like shocked myself. I was like, "How did I? How did I just get all A's? I never did that in high school. Yeah, I never got all A's in high school, and here I am in college playing a Division One sport, and I did it. Like, how did I do that?
0: Well, so, do you, do you also think that there was a difference uh, in? I mean, obviously, there's a difference in the academics of it, but I felt like for me, I clicked with college more because. It was more about expressing opinions, giving observations, mm-hmm. being collaborating, being active in the class versus high school was about finishing work. It was yeah. like worksheets yep. and yes or no, like right and wrong. Where I like I thrived in because I, you know, I studied English and I did, I loved the philosophy department. I love those kind of things because it was like this where we we're conversing and finding. Mm-hmm. Drawing conclusions and making observations. And that was way more my style and felt more practical to me than being like, like you said, like copying math answers or something. Um, Yeah, definitely. So did it feel more like active to you is probably... Yeah,
1: I think... Or
0: real, alive.
1: Yeah, looking back to you, I really didn't even... I I really applied myself my freshman year. I would stay up and study, I'd make flashcards, I would yeah, yeah, I would almost overthink things that yeah. I didn't really need to overthink at the time.
0: But you were determined.
1: I was determined because yeah. I wanted to be able to tell my parents, I got all A's and I've never done that in my life. Yeah, yeah. But also it was kind of like a thank you to my coach, like, Thanks for pulling some strings, thanks for yeah, here's that's... this. But then to myself too, it was like I I know I know I can do it. Um, but then it was like after my freshman year it was just like I, I was back to hating school again. So I, I didn't, I am always made good grades. I, yeah. I still always did good, but it was never back to, I'm going to stay up late tonight to do this homework assignment instead of going out with my friends. I'm sure, gonna, sure. It was never that. I would do anything to get out of my homework. <laughs> so.
0: Um, um, what did you study? Did you, what was your major?
1: Rehab and Disability Services. Rehab and Disability
0: yep. Services. Um, do you have a fit? Fa- uh, do you have a favorite class? Did you have a favorite class?
1: Um, I had two probably. One was what was called Rehab 200, where it was just like learning about like, um, kind of the brain and, and why sometimes we think the way we do and like, um, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit to myself. Um, but I was going to
0: say, I feel like there, you have, you have an associate's degree worth of experience, <laughs> personal experience yeah, in rehab and, and Definitely. Kind of stuff. Um, uh, but then, like,
1: I minored in counseling, so I took a lot of counseling classes, okay, so that was kind of fun too, because going into it, i didn't really i'd never been to counseling i'd never i didn't really know, but I knew that I thought it was something I would enjoy, yeah, um, and so I was like, why not you know, and I learned so much I had to go in and do like scenarios where where we'd sit down with a classmate and we would um Sometimes we wouldn't have to like talk about like our own problems, but if we wanted to make up something like I, yeah, I kind of role play. I guess. talked about a genuine situation that was on my softball team. Okay, like, just something, and then we had to converse back and forth. Like, like my classmate was the counselor, and I, and, yeah. and then vice versa. So I had to learn how to, um, like validate things and, yeah. and make sense of it and, um, understand. Their situation and and kind of help them navigate through it without yeah. telling them this is what you should do or this yeah it's let them talk to me those are those were my
0: favorite experiences the ones that i I felt like where I could take it into my life mm-hmm. and it made me a better person yeah. and it made me a better friend or a better family member um, I got that I, I definitely love that. Did you take any outside your majors that like any like general ed classes that you got excited about because I had one where I ended up in a philosophy class, and I was like,
1: "What is this?
0: This is like a, it was awesome."
1: I can't remember. No, I don't think so. Don't I, think... I really just am not a school person. Anything yeah, that yeah. I took prior to getting into my major, I, I <laughs> didn't I... love it. <laughs> you I let really it go didn't one? love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was... I feel you. No, that's
0: fair. Um, but you still, yeah, you. That's. I just think it's so impressive to, um, to. To be putting that much time in uh, to a sport, but then also um, getting the work done. Whether or not you're like fully committed to it, like you were your freshman year, or in other ways later on, you're still doing like you're getting all that done, and that's just that's a. I you you're gonna have no problem like working a regular job, <laughs> you know, like it's not gonna be because yeah, you're so right. used to it. Yeah, for sure. Um. Uh yeah oh, there was something what was I gonna ask about um yeah, uh, I don't know I don't know what I was gonna say, oh yeah, but what is looking back um what do you what did you think through the college experience like um was like your biggest change in yourself that
1: you've noticed um well, I definitely you know getting so after my freshman year uh-huh. um, when i went back cuz i was in the dorm freshman year moving into an apartment uh-huh my sophomore year that was a big thing cuz that's when i had to start paying bills yes um when you had that first when when you had that electrical more, bill
0: in your name that electric bill like in your name
1: that and then i just there were lots of instances i think but like so one time i was Gonna, I was gonna head home for the weekend. I found a screw in my tire, and I just remember thinking, Oh my gosh, what do I do? Yep, I've never had to deal with this. Um, and so I had to go be a big girl and go get new tires. And then one time, my battery was acting up, so I had to go get a new battery, and yeah, I had to do things on my own. That here, like. All I have to do is be like, ask my mom or dad, like, call, "What do call I do? Mom or can dad, you, can yeah. you tell me where, what I'm supposed to do?"
0: Or they can, if you were close, they could literally yeah. do it for you. But you're how long? If there's three four hour, hours. Four hours. So,
1: so I had to literally become an adult, and there was so much self growth of that. Yeah. Learning how to not just panic.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a big one. Like I'm just, still learning that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, me, it's okay. Me too. <laughs> I had lots of panic moments, and that um, yeah. I was not always calm. But I figured it out and and now I I'm better because of that. Just like and that's where I'm like thankful that I did go four hours away. Yeah. Because I had so much time to grow as a person. Yeah. Um when it came to like just personally, like figuring things out on my own and I had to do my own grocery shopping. I had to do things. My parents couldn't just drive there when yeah. something happened. It I was, feel yeah.
0: I wish I I wish I had gone. A little further away um, even I I think if I could do it I would have went to IU Bloomington and mm-hmm. think that city would have connected with me it does connect to me very well and uh, just a little extra t- time away right. Muncie got uh, was a little too easy sometimes yeah. yep. Um. with yeah especially yeah especially with my mother who loves giving <laughs> me things uh, it was it was it was tricky at times, um, but very much appreciated, of course. But um, well, that's great. I'm so glad uh, that you had such a good experience. And we've been chatting for like an hour now, and uh, this is usually when I kind of start wrapping up. But I am interested in your move back to Elwood, uh, and I think I know the answer. But why move back to Elwood? People ask. People ask me that all the time, like you left Austin, Texas, to come back to Elwood, and I'm like, there's a lot of reasons why. So I'm curious yeah. in your reasons.
1: Well, the big one is just my family's here. Yeah, so that's you're a big family guy. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the big thing for me. Um, but this is just my comfort zone. I don't know. And they say move away for a little bit and yeah. experience life. And I feel like I did that. I think I put my time in. Uh-huh. But this is my place. Um, yeah. I love that. I feel like I know almost everyone and almost everyone knows me. Yeah. I love that because I... And, and just seeing like there's been so much tragedy in our town, it seems like recently but just the way that everyone
0: responds just responds to it and
1: they're i mean people are just so willing to help and be there for other people and i love that you don't get that everywhere
0: you don't uh and yeah and it's because people have like we were like i said at the beginning like we you and i will always be connected because our families were connected Mm -hmm. and so like so and i have a lot of connections like that and i would uh that anytime i yeah, that I'm protected and, and supported if right. I need it from a lot of different angles because mm-hmm. of that history. Yep. Um, but I do, uh, you know, what you said about going away, I, I was think. I made me think of a quote by uh, Pete Buttigieg, um when he said, I didn't know I was Midwestern until I left the Midwest. And... Yeah it kind of took me to leaving Elwood before I could fully see myself as a, like an Elwoodian or mm-hmm. as someone from this town and this culture. Yep. Uh, towns like this produce pretty interesting, strange conglomerations of people too. Um, and, and so it gave me real insight. I could, I could, and I felt the same way about seeing Elwood clearly. I couldn't really see Elwood clearly when I was here. So when I left, I was able to see it Mm -hmm. a little more, understand it a little better, and then coming back, hopefully able to do a little more for it, you know, or inside of it. Um, Well, great. Well, I'm happy you're back. Yeah, Um, I'm so glad. (laughs) And I'm happy that we got to connect like this. Um, But, Kinsey, before you go, um, I like to end the episodes with, I just call them a gratitude moment, where we take, I just think that's something I've been practicing in my own personal and spiritual life, is uh, leading with gratitude. Um, and so I just like to give us both a chance at the end of these episodes to name something we're grateful for. It can be anything. Um uh would you be willing to do that with me? Yeah. Uh definitely. you can go first or I can go first. You wanna say? Okay, yeah, I can think? go. Um, okay, you already got it.
1: Yeah, I already got it. <laughs> um just grateful for like my family and and just all they've done for me, like being four hours away, that was super challenging. But yeah. I always knew if I was a phone call away from any help that I could yeah. need. And, and I know they traveled so to see you. Some they did. I I'm blessed with literally the best. So that's yeah. really
0: cool. They are a really great Definitely. group of people. Um. Yes. Um. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to echo that with my own family. Um. As we sit here in my grandparents' house, um. That was left to my family. Um. And as we. You know, and I look out at this cornfield that was left from Grandpa Tyner. I'm just really in a picture of Grandma Tyner right here. Um, I'm really uh, thankful for for that space, this space to Mm -hmm. do this sort of thing. Um, I think that, yeah, it's just such a blessing uh, to literally have a space like this. For sure. To invite people out and to be able to have these conversations. So I'm just feeling really grateful uh, for my family in that way. And grateful for you and to get to know you as an adult. So Kenzie Bryan, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. One last piece of gratitude before we go. I want to say thanks again to our guests for being on the show and thanks y'all for listening and hopefully sharing and following along. Um And I also want to say thanks, as always, to Landon Caldwell, a.k.a. Creeping Pink, for letting us use his song uh, Free Yourself as the opening track. And to Derek Crownover for letting us use his piece Float as the cover image for the podcast. So thanks to everyone who has any part in this, who supports this, uh, and thank you for being here.